everything we've done has led up to right now. Right now. Because legacy are full of legends. You can become a legend today, boys. Put your stamp on history. Put your stamp on a legacy. It is going to take all of us, all of us, men, be not afraid. Do not be afraid to be a legend. Welcome to Opa Podcast, episode 21. My name is Jason. I have a man crush on Antoine Winfield Jr. O. My name is Laron. Oh, I guess Florida State isn't stealing our coach. Either. Uh My name is Wyatt. Seven more years. Seven more years. Ogres. And we are your hosts for Opa Podcast tonight. Griffin is unfortunately at the men's basketball game. Uh, go Coach Patino and our Gopher team playing right now. Uh, I think they're up, last I checked, 40 to 21. So, cool, cool. We like that energy. Yep. Rip uh, Coach Whalen's women's basketball team falling 69 to 77. Uh, I, I don't want to say it's still a nice score. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, so we're going to first get started with uh, Coach P.J. Fleck uh, and his new seven-year contract extension. Um, so some details here. So P.J. Uh, will be getting a new salary of $4.6 a year, um, which will increase by $50,000 um, per for every season, so by 2026, he'll have 4.9 million. Um, but the buyout is the major key thing. Um, so if he does leave after the season, it's a 10 million dollar buyout. After that, it's 4.5 million, and then in 2022 is 3 million till 2023, and then 2 million after that, um, plus a few other incentives. Well. Take that, Florida State. And another good perk, so um, they will be, or in the clause under the new contract, they will be giving up to, I believe, $1.05 million for salaries for his assistant coaches in 2020 and another 200000 available for their increases in 2021. So his assistants will also be getting a hefty salary increase as well, and they deserve it. Oh, well, we we going to see. They, uh, this weekend, they're going to earn their paychecks. Because the preseason is over. <laughs> for sure. So then this begs the question for me. Um, what do you guys see in this contract in the long term? I'm going to turn to Wyatt on this one. You're going to turn to me? I'm going to turn to you, Wyatt. What do I see from this contract in the long term? It feels like, at this point, every year we're getting a contract extension. For That's just kind of a thing that we do now. What this tells me is that he will be here next year. That we are trying to make it harder for him to go anywhere else. That's for, true. For me, at least it's not a life contract. <laughs> they didn't put that Kirk Ferentz, Pat Fitzgerald contract on him. Yep, but uh -oh. this is how I see it. I see PJ being here, you know, 
a few more, a couple more years. But I do see him one day leaving Minnesota for another job. And some Gopher fans I've been talking to has sort of disagreed with me on that notion that you know, he just goes stay however long he wants. The thing is, if he's successful and builds a sustainable culture, I think he will move on to another program and rebuild it from the ground up. Because I think it's feasible. I don't think he will. And and here's, here's the reason why. And I said, like, if he didn't leave before we got this contract extension, if he didn't leave, it would leave. It would have been for this purpose. How many schools? And I mean, like, there's not too many places that you can go to, and they would be like, it's such a step up for Minnesota that it would be worth leaving. Um, but how many of those schools would let him put his brand? all over them. Try putting row the boat on Notre Dame. Try putting row the boat on USC. Like they have their own brands that are so strong that it wouldn't it, it just wouldn't work. And then the second thing is we are currently in the Big Ten West. Which is to say like if he builds a monster he could dominate this side of the division for years. So what would be the purpose? Like, where would you go that would be able to have this sustainable dominance that you could in the Big Ten West? My theory is if ever there's conference realignment and say we get, like, a Michigan on this side or – uh, uh, Penn State or maybe even a Notre Dame once they finally decide to join a conference. That's when I'm afraid that he'll be like, okay, bye, I'm going to the Pac-12 now. And when is the next realignment? Is that anytime soon? I don't think it's going to happen. Well, the only way I see it happening is if for some reason... Notre Dame says we need to join a conference and we want that conference to be the big Nah man, ACC. That's, that's, I'm saying it's a two-step thing. Notre Dame has to want to join a conference and yeah, Notre Dame. I mean if Notre Dame joins, the they definitely join the West. Notre Dame joins the West? Who gets kicked out? Oh. Uh yeah, kick out Rutgers. Who well, hell no. Who moves east? Um, Purdue moved to the east. Is Purdue then, really e east of Notre Dame? Does it really matter? Oh, only because then the Purdue-Indiana rivalry Is will protected? instantly, exactly, will instantly be a protected rivalry. And then Notre Dame, because Purdue doesn't really have, like, rivals, rivals in the west. They really don't. Um, so yeah, then Purdue and Indiana can have a protective rivalry, and then probably in the West, you would and then end up having protective rivalries with Notre Dame and Michigan, Notre Dame and Michigan State, because I don't, I know this current alignment, they're gonna if a Western 
division team does not win the Big Ten championship within three years, they're going to realign it. Like, because it's just the the West has been a joke, though. Come on. How do you do it in a way that it's conducive to competitive conferences? Do you go back to leaders and legends? I don't know. Maybe you do a new kids on the block and a. You, you can't do a north south split. Oh, you well couldn't. That you? doesn't work. Ah, uh, well. Because guess who's in the north? Who? Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State, probably <laughs> Ohio State. <laughs> you do it based off of and the two Illinois. Can we do it based off of which uh, which uh, uh, states were founded as states first? <laughs> so, like the old home folks home and the quote unquote new kids on the block, or can we do a Republican Democrat <laughs> split? Well, then where do you put Ohio? They will have a they get their own switch conference. off. They'll they'll have a switch off every year. <laughs> One year they'll be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or rather, they'll have a. Uh, a also, how do you deal years. with the issue of Nebraska? Or we could just kick Nebraska out. <laughs> I mean, well, you're not wrong. Or better yet, actually, no. You kick out Rutgers? Screw no, we don't want no, no, not Notre Dame. Kick out Rutgers and bring in either Pittsburgh or Iowa State. Because Iowa State is basically a Big Ten team playing in the Big Twelve. And then Pittsburgh, I don't know, make Penn State happy. So that's my opinion on it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So next it's up, really hard to talk about realignment without knowing for sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Barring any changes in the composition of the Big Ten, I don't see realignment. I don't. Hmm. So some more Penn State game details for this Saturday. So it's 11 a.m. kickoff on ABC, uh, courtesy of ESPN. And then uh, the spread and the over-under is out. So the spread is favoring Penn State by 7. And the over-under is 47.5. That seems low. Okay. Not really. 47.5? I, I, I don't think that's They're basically saying it's going to be a 27-20 football game. Or 20 yep. Yep. Yeah, that's about right to me. Oh, I did predict we lose twenty-four to twenty-three. So that's no, guys. I because because Minnesota will not win this game if it's a shootout. That's it's not gonna happen. The only way that Minnesota would even have a shot is if it is an ugly Minnesota Iowa type game. It's going to be ugly. Penn State doesn't really seem to be playing shootout football right now. No, they don't. Because, and, and this is the one thing I'll say, like, 
Penn State is not Ohio State, okay? Ohio State is like the Terminator 2. Perfect in the... Penn State is the Terminator 3. Okay? But kind of forgettable. Still overpowered. But eh. I, I think, like, anyone who's saying we're going to be blown out by Penn State hasn't been paying attention. Anyone who thinks we're going to blow out Penn State has not been paying attention. I, it's I going think to be a close football game. I agree with you there. Yeah, I, I just don't, with what Penn State has on defense, I do not know how anyone expects us to uh, score a ton of points. I, I just don't see it. That is the end of my rant. <laughs> how about another rant? We can't Uh-oh. seem to fill our stadium for this game. Oh. <laughs> Like, I'm checking on the Go For Sports ticketing website because, you know, they have a color chart if, like, there's available seats or not. Um, so far, they're in the gr- uh, about a quarter is at the gray, so it means that those there's no seats available, but there's still a lot of light maroon where they have limited seats left in the remaining parts of the stadium. It's not sold out. <sighs> I need to get... Uh, ticket. I need to get a ticket. I need to figure out my student ticket stuff first. Oh, oh. oh. I don't have a t- account for student tickets. Ask, I never needed one. Big sad. Ask another student. Ask another student. Because apparently they get a free person. Yep, that's true. Yeah, someone else was uh, season tickets. That's what I did. I don't... Uh, what? I don't <laughs> know that I know an undergrad who wouldn't be in the band. No, it doesn't oh. have to be an undergrad. Because um, they offer the same student season ticket packages for alumni three to four years after they graduate, too. Ask Rats. Alex Rats. Ask him. I know he has season tickets. <laughs> So you can check with some of our fellow seniors that graduated with us last year. They may have some. I'm, I'm bringing along a couple of law school buddies. Oh. They got to, tickets? They got tickets. Yeah, get you a ticket, homie. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get me a ticket. I'll be fine. All right, all right, all right. But, Laurence, we were talking off air on the group chat that now it made me confused as you as well, and all of us. So, like, can you please explain what was confusing all of us with the situation with the ticket sales? Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing, and I want to make it clear that I understand that the tickets are expensive and things of that nature, and I fully understand that you know it's going to be an early game and it's going to be cold, sure. Here's my issue. There has been one other time 
in the history of the Big Ten where two 8-0 Big Ten teams met at this point late in the season. It has never happened in the history of Minnesota football in general, not even trying to mention the fact that we are currently 8-0. And that this is, without a doubt, the most important game in TCF Bank Stadium history, and some might argue the TCU game of our freshman year, but bullcrap, this game is far more important. If you take literally any other fan base in the country, save maybe like Wake Forest, this would have been sold out like a month ago. We are really doing a disservice to this team and frankly making it a lot easier for Penn State. This is not the big house. This is not Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska. We can we have 50,000 seats. And Minnesota can't sell out 50,000 seats. That's sad. That is Northwestern-esque. And I'd like to think our fan base is better than Northwestern. But who knows? Maybe I'm giving our fan base a little bit too much credit. That is the end of my rant. (laughs) The one thing I'll rant about. So I've been following a lot of... uh, tweets and following a lot of the you know hardcore gopher fans um that you know tweet a lot on the twitter um and they're season ticket holders they're going as far as to use their season ticket holder discount to get those seats filled and like are you kidding me (laughs) i am not joking uh uh, a, a, a nice person named nadine and many others even former gophers that have season tickets as well are doing the same thing and that makes me honestly sad that even our own season ticket holders and very outspoken members of the minnesota twitter community has to do that we are literally begging people to come how is this happening how what like like seriously this is the type of stuff that I was afraid would get PJ taken away. People complain about things like recruiting. Why can't we recruit better? One of the big things, let me give you an example. Caden Johnson, the number one recruit in the state of Minnesota. One of the top things he put in his reasoning for what would have him choose one school over another was the freaking crowd what is the stadium atmosphere like and on the biggest game in a century we're having trouble filling this thing up our alumni our uh, boosters are having to give discounts and it's still not working 
Wisconsin is making fun of us on Twitter, and they should be making fun of us on Twitter. I would be making fun of us on Twitter if I was a Wisconsin fan, or really any other fan in the Big Ten. Because this is sad. Truly. Truly sad. Also, there's not many major events either. Like, men's hockey is out of town. So is women's hockey. Um, I don't think there's much for basketball, maybe in the evening. But in terms of go for a sport, like our revenue sports, you know, not much is going on besides football and basketball. And the Vikings are out of town. You think you think we'd be able to fill the stadium? Like, low-key, I think we will have, like, the the amount of fans in the stands this Saturday comparable to what we had at the start of the season when South Dakota State came around 48,000. That's what I think we're hitting this game. I don't think we will hit 50,000 or more. That's sad. That is... We're getting to the point where a really, really good Texas high school might have more fans show up. Like, that is what Minnesota has become. And for anyone who's, like, who has, like, the cynicism towards PJ or, or you know, towards this team or whatever and thinks, you know, we haven't played anyone and they, they don't want to waste their time, it, it's crap like this that is, like, not only a season-defining game, because, look, we can win this game and we still would be in the driver's seat in the Big Ten West. That's fine. But this isn't just a season-defining game. This is a, like, program-deciding game. Like, I, I don't think people are seeing the bigger picture, but they will still complain when we lose this game. That's what upsets me. Man, they're just not enjoying the ride, and that... Uh... They can't be happy that we're already bowl eligible, going into a better bowl. We're 13th ranked in the country. We're 8 and 0 since 1941. We're 5 and 0 since uh, 1961 or 62, whenever that era was with um, Murray Warmath. Why can't they just be happy that with this? We should not have to be ranting about this right now. That. <laughs> We we should not. This shouldn't even be a thing. We should be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, we got a full stadium here, and it, we might get a we are Penn State chant. That's how bad this crappy is. And you can hear it on a field because those Penn State fans are more rowdy than Minnesota fans. Oh, that is correct. <laughs> No, just watch. They're going to show up in white and have their own little whiteout at TCF Bank Stadium, and we're going to lose. And you know what? And if they do, we deserve it. Minnesota deserves it. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. You know how we were talking like last episode about would-you-rather scenarios for Minnesota? If we yeah. go to the Big Ten Championship, I bet your ass we're going to have less than 30,000 fans in Lucas Oil. It's going to be pathetic. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll have more fans than Northwestern did, and I think that's a plus. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and to be fair, Lucas Oil, we are the second farthest team from Lucas Oil? About nine hours? Are, is, well, Rutgers might be farther, too. Your point? Maryland is definitely farther. But what are you trying to if say you look at the teams who have a real chance of playing in that game this year. It is, we are by far and away the farthest from Lucas Oil Stadium. So of course we would have less fans. But it's the Big Ten Championship, which we haven't been to for 52 years. Wait, what's the math? Did I get that wrong? I don't even think we had a Big Ten Championship game 52 years ago. True. So like, so, like, no, it, it, this will be a first time in school history. I, this shouldn't be an argument that we are having. Like, when you're going, Jason Wyatt, if you are going to a recruit, like a thorough blurred four-star recruit, and you're trying to sell them on Minnesota, and they ask you, well, what's the environment like? And you say, you know, we're getting there. We're really trying to, like, create this culture, blah, blah, blah. And then they go to freaking Camp Randall. Who would you rather go to? I hate to say it. Wisconsin and Camp Randall. Exactly. Same thing if you went and you visited Nebraska. There's a reason they took our number one recruit last year. There's a reason they are trending to take our number one recruit this year. Minnesota fans have done it to this team for so long. The cynicism has just like... It's a hot mess, like way worse than a hot mess. Like, And it's not like we've been Rutgers. I'm sure Rutgers well, fans don't even know they don't even know where their stadium is. <laughs> Rutgers students get their tickets for free. <laughs> That's how bad of a football team Rutgers is. And still no one shows up, which like duh, like why would you? Sorry, uh to the marching Scarlet Knights. You don't deserve this. You really don't. And you know what? Minnesota doesn't deserve this either. And I am looking forward to the day. Now, look, I don't want us to become Nebraska fans. I don't need this to be a, uh, what am I trying to say, a cult following where if we're three and freaking eight, we're going to have a sellout uh, crowd. No. No, I don't expect that. But, I mean, if you're going to play a game that's happened, well, arguably the most important game that's happened in 50 years, this shouldn't be an issue. This shouldn't be something where it's an argument. This is stupid that we have to argue about this. It really is. So, uh, I think that concludes our rant about the current hot mess of gopher football's uh fan base 
Um, other than that, any takes? Oh, and also, currently, if you all are interested, that's all I'm saying on SG1 Sports Big Ten Football. They are currently streaming the simulation between Penn State and Minnesota. Currently, there are seven. Minnesota is up 10 to 3. But Penn State is driving. So, and the simulation has been relatively accurate these last few weeks. So, that's all I'm saying. Cool, cool. Well, we're going to probably end it here today on this podcast. So, I'd like to thank all our listeners for listening in more or less a rant um, for this upcoming Penn State game. <laughs> but don't get us wrong. We're excited. Um, I totally am. I'm pumped up. Haven't been to a game like this, I think, ever. So, I'm going to cherish every moment, soak it in, and get on the damn field and play to my heart's content. Also, salute to our current veterans and active military members as it is our military appreciation game as well. So thank you for serving our country. Can I expect to see minstrel turns this weekend? You will be seeing counter-marching and something that's not minstrel turns but something interesting. Okay. I look and, forward to it. And Boogie Woogie Boogie Boy. Oh, get it. Yep. So, again, to all our fans, my name is Jason. Uh, I'm Wyatt. I'm uh, Laurent's, uh Make This a Respectable Game Guider. And we'll see y'all next time. And, oh. Oh. Oh.